I think it's time. Is it time? It's time. This gentleman here, come on out, Dell. This gentleman here. How y'all doing out there? <laughs> this hill, you'll get hurt. <laughs> All right. Here we are. Mm -hmm. This gentleman here this past year was honored with the National Heritage Fellowship, and that is the highest honor that the United States government bestows on a traditional artist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, Dell, you've been doing this—you've uh, been doing this bluegrass for a little while, haven't you? Yeah. When, when did you get started doing that? Well, I got out of high school in 1956, and uh, I think I got a job in a band, probably 1957. You know, first time that I ever got paid for playing music. You know, <laughs> seven dollars—that's a lot. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, gas was cheap too then. Uh, right, right, right. I had traveled like 40 miles to go play. You know. <laughs> And uh, made seven dollars every night. All right. <laughs> yeah. And that was pretty good money at the time. It was. It was great money. Yeah. At the time, I thought, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and just and you played with so many different musicians over the years. And and what's wonderful is that now you're such a, you know, somebody who's you're just such a, a major part of everything. Everybody just it doesn't matter what age people are. They love to see you. All the young hotshot kids they idolize you. And you're just going around. How does it? How? What is your take on the the scene now? What's kind of the state of bluegrass music in your mind? Is it in a good place? Is it? You've seen it probably from the beginning, right? Yes, I've seen it. Uh, oh, I think it is. I think it's in a great place. You know, uh, a lot of things have helped bluegrass. You know, the first bluegrass festival really helped to uh, spread the word about bluegrass. You know, because we started getting folks from all countries in the world coming to those first bluegrass festivals in the middle 60s there. And the next greatest thing was probably when we formed the, uh, the International Bluegrass Music Association, you That's know, right. mm -hmm. which was about 20 years later, mm -hmm. 65 to 85, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, but it's been growing ever since, you know, it kind of goes up and down, yeah, everything right. does right, that. Right, 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 right. But I think it's in a great shape, I really do. I do too. Go ahead. Oh, you, you go ahead. <laughs> well, we've kind of integrated with other types of music that we didn't like in the beginning, you know. That's right. <laughs> I was going to say, you've been running around New Orleans lately. <laughs> but, you know. By the uh, way, yeah, I don't ahead. know if people know this. Dell was a Mardi Gras king this past year. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> he paraded through the French Quarter. <laughs> King and Queen. Him and I didn't life. know it was that big. It's that's, big. That's as big as it gets. That's it there's sure no bigger. Is. If I'd have known that, I'd wore some better shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I was thinking we're gonna bring the whole band out, but I thought it might be nice first if you wouldn't mind. I think it would be really sweet for them just to hear you do one by yourself. Is that something you'd be willing to do? Well, you know, <laughs> it's been. Uh, I know he's shy, a little nervous. That's it. <laughs> it's probably been. Forty years since I did something by myself. I don't know how to act. 
Well, I think we're a forgiving crowd over here on the you know, porch. Huh? Well, thanks. Uh, you know, the only song, I don't know if I even sing it today. Ooh, boy, that guitar sounds good, don't it? I'm not sure it's that good. Who made it sound that good? <laughs> well, this is an old Hank Williams song, and I usually, if I do this, if I do something like this, I try to sing this song. <laughs> I'm a rolling stone, all alone and lost, for a life of sin. I paid the cost when I passed by. All the people say Just another guy On that lost highway Boy, I'm a bad voice today <laughs> Now boys, don't start You're rambling around Now listen, boys For a life of sin Are your sorrow bound Take my advice Are you cursed today? You started rolling down That lost highway <laughs> oh. We're going to be bringing out your, uh, your, your wonderful group and family. What's it like playing with your family? That must be a nice... Well, well, I bet it's a mixed bag, isn't it, playing with the family? They're great, you know. I'll tell you what, we, because most of them are family, they all feel like family to me, but uh, because they are, you know, we, we don't have to rehearse as much as some bands right, do because right. we kind of know each other, you know, we kind of read each other's mind and... And the only time we really rehearse is when we go to do a record. Of course, then once you've rehearsed the song, you know, you, you kind of know it. You don't have to rehearse it anymore. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a great feeling, you know. My, my two sons play with me. And now my uh, grandsons, they're starting to play music. Oh, you nice. know, one of them's here today. He, he's a great guitar player. Hey, he was, was over there in a the bus a while ago, and he was playing a... Uh, Jason Carter was helping him learn a... Uh, instrumental number you know i said now go and show that to tony rice he don't know how to play that <laughs> <laughs> i just kidding tony knows everything don't he <laughs> indeed isn't this a treat what a what a way to spend sunday <laughs> well dill i think maybe we'll bring your friends out here and uh, it's such a nice stage it's a great i just want to let is, you all play a little like little set here and yeah. uh and once again, we always appreciate when you come by the porch stage. We've been doing this for uh, seven years at Floyd Fest, a chance to kind of get to know the artists a little better. It's also a place where we bring a lot of artists that maybe you don't know, but they're from this area. This, you're in the hotbed of it here uh, in Southwest Virginia. Um, so we, we bring a lot of these artists here, so um, we, we, we do appreciate it. We also, we, we have a, a wonderful compilation we did, all kinds of Peter Rowan's on there. And, um, Tim O'Brien's on there, and some of the wonderful groups from around here are on there. Yeah. Uh, Frank Newsom's on that. And uh, mm -hmm. it's all live from here. It's only $10, and it'll all go towards supporting us keeping doing this, so please get that. And maybe Dell will be on it next year. We'll do it next year, and Ooh. maybe this is it right here. You may <laughs> see it here. But uh, anyway, what a treat. Make them feel welcome, please. Del McCurry. <laughs>
what? Oh, okay. What key do you We're being upstaged, I think, right here, ain't we? <laughs> no, I'll tell you, I'm glad young folks get to hear music, you know, any kind of music. Well, we're going to start with a tune. A lot of times we do this. We don't hardly ever do this on a show, but we do it on sound check. So we're going to do a little sound check. <laughs> all these guys and then if you've got a well we'll do a question first anybody got one 
<laughs> yeah, woman. Gentleman up front here asked if I had any daughters, and yeah, the boys have an older sister named Rhonda, and uh, hates music. <laughs> no, she likes music, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, she just never took enough interest in music to learn to play it, you know, and a lot of people are that way. My dad was that way. He, he loved music, and he had uncles that played old-time music, you know, fiddles and banjos, but he never... He just never did learn to play, you know. He rather did, rather listen. Yes, right. He did. Let me introduce these guys. I'll, I'll get your question then. On the fiddle is Jason Carter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's already done a half a show over on that other stage with Tony Rice. I was listening. That sounded good, Jason. Buddy, it was good. On the mandolin is my oldest son, Ronnie McCurry. Banjo player is Rob McCurry, my youngest son. <laughs> and my grandson, Alan Bartram. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding about that. He seems like he seems like he's part of the family, though, you know. Now let's see. Oh, I gotta tell you this. These guys, they have their own band. They travel all over the country, you know, playing and and uh, that way I can get to stay home, mow the grass and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> but uh, they have a great sound, you know, and they take a guitar picker with them. And, and they've got their own booking agent. They have uh, everything you need. What was your question? No, I didn't. Should we do it now? You know, you know with these things, we need to repeat the questions, I think, or else everybody's going to have to guess what the answer was. What was that question? Yeah, that's a good idea. Say the question again. He just, you know, it's amazing how many people did just, did you all come on the same flight? Did you have like a, like a charter jet from <laughs> Lyons, Colorado to Floyd? Because we had, Peter Rowan was sitting here. He was there. Did he? And, and, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> no, we'll say, Thank we'll you. And, uh, and we had, uh, yeah. Grisman was there and you were there, huh? Sam. Let's see. We, we, we switched with Sam. I think Sam went there and we come here, you know. Yeah, and Sam Bush was here and went there. <laughs> But we flew back to Nashville and we bust here. But I, I think a lot of them flew here. You know. Oh, oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, glad to. Uh huh. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we were all in Colorado at Rocky Grass a couple of days ago, and, and of course you saw Sam. Now he's out there today. He's holding everything down out there. You know. We told him that we couldn't play there the same day he's there. We had to come here when he's there. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right, now I'll get in trouble if I keep talking. So, what was that? The lady wanted us to do the 1952 Vincent, huh? Well, I guess we could. <laughs> and if you got any questions, now keep them up in here on your head and and anytime you feel like it, just ask us. We'll tell you. <laughs> Whether it's right or not. Send me money to James. That's a fine. 
feel special on any such light. And I've seen you at the corners and cafes, it seems Red hair and black leather, my favorite color scheme And he pulled her on behind And down to Knoxville they did ride I'm a dangerous man I've fought with the law Since I was 17 I robbed many a man To get my Vincent machine Now I'm 21 years I might make 22 And I don't mind dying But for the love of you And if Then I'll give you my venture to
now we got questions. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> this lady here had a question, didn't she? The first instrument she asked, what did I pick up first? And the first thing I picked up, believe it or not, was a fiddle. And I said, this ain't for me, man. <laughs> Leave this to Jason. <laughs> no, I did. But I heard uh, my, my older brother, GC, taught me how to play guitar when I was about nine. And then I heard Earl Scruggs when I was about 11. And that's, so I started playing banjo. That's what I wanted to do all the rest of my life. And it just so happened I never did, you know. <laughs> But that was the first one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not in too good a voice now this morning for that one, and that's kind of, uh, I'd love to do that. He, he wanted to hear, get down on your knees and pray. <laughs> Wait a minute, now how about if we do an instrumental where everybody takes a little break, yeah? is that okay? Something not too fast, not too slow. <laughs> And this is where everybody takes a little, little bit of break. He might play a guitar break, and that's very unusual. <laughs> that's all
I got to tell you this while you're getting that mic on there for him. Boy, this is sticky today. It's hard for me, and, and I know it's hard on that bass player to, to play those notes because, ooh, just feels like you've got glue on our fingers. Don't I just, we got some VIP seating here. We have our own little VIP area. This is Bob Foreman. He's the man who built this porch with his own hands. He's the man. Now, it is a nice porch. And the benches, too. And everything else on this site. He's one of the many volunteers that make this whole thing happen. So give it up for Bob and all the volunteers, and we'll be back next year. He promises a new floor next year, I understand. Great, Bob, yeah. This is all you really need, ain't it? I'm telling you. Well, you know, now, let's see, has anybody got another question? No more. Oh, this lady's got one right there. Okay, I got everything but the last part. The very last. Oh, okay. I didn't buy this and my wife did. <laughs> no, the lady over here wondered uh, what the first guitar that I had. And, uh, and oh, the, and here, th this one is a 1956. And I played this one most of my career, you know. And uh, the airlines broke the neck out of it about a year ago right there. But I had it fixed and it's still doing good, you know. It's tougher than I am, I think. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I hope that answered your question there. Oh, and the first one I bought was my own money. Let me think. Hmm. I don't think I bought that one with my own money, that first one. <laughs> no, it was probably in the 60s, you know, the late 60s, when I was working for Bill Monroe. Uh, back in the early 60s, I played his guitar. He had, uh, he had a great old Martin guitar that everybody had played up until me, and I think after I left, somebody stole it. And whatever happened to it, nobody knows what happened to it. But uh, everybody from Lester Flat on up, you know, played that guitar. And it had some scratches right here, kind of like these, only worse. And I asked him, I said, uh, uh, Bill, I said, who put those scratches on that guitar? And he said, that was Lester Flat with that thumb pick. <laughs> <laughs> We have been a band. This little lady here wanted to know how long we've been a band. Well, it kind of fluctuated, you know, because Ronnie came in first, and uh, I ought to let these guys talk a little bit. You want to talk a little bit? <laughs> Ronnie came in the band in 1981. Robbie came in the band in 1986, playing bass first, and then he played banjo the year later with the band, which he'd played banjo since he's about size, about your size. He played. And he got really good early, you know. And then Jason came in the band about 1992. And he's been here ever since. And Alan came in about five years ago, didn't he? Six now. Six now. So there you go. You know, we've been a band kind of, <laughs> it fluctuated, you know. <laughs> Seemed like yesterday, yeah. What was it? Ronnie, yeah, come here, Ronnie. She asked uh, how long I've played mandolin and what kind I'm playing today. Uh, well, 
I started on the fiddle at nine, and then when I was 13, I picked up the mandolin, and about six months later, he put me in the band. <laughs> so I was 14, and I've been playing 30 years this year. <laughs> This is a 1981 Gilchrist mandolin that was, uh, means a lot to me. David Grispin gave this to me when I was about 21. Right. So, You know, the, by the way, you know that Ronnie's one of the best mandolin players in the world, right? You understand that? No, he is. That's not a subjective thing. That's, that's just, he's won all types of awards. and all. Can I request that maybe you lead him in a good, just a mandolin, just a fiddle tune or something? Just, All right, no, you know, no, no, y'all play with him. <laughs> Is that cool, Ron? That's fine. That's fine. And by the way, one other thing I want to say about Ronnie, because I have a, I have a little, I have a little kid now, so I, I've already got this ready. He has a wonderful children's record, Ronnie does, <laughs> and it, 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 we, we used it in utero, you know, and everything's cool. Did you? All right. So pick that, pick it up. It's, it's so much. You don't have to be a, a child to enjoy it, or, or whatever. Come anyway. Back. Let's make them feel welcome again. This is Ronnie McCurry. <laughs> Anybody have a request? You do? Gold bricking? Okay. All right.
Well, you know, Ronnie, he's written a lot of great mandolin tunes, you know, over the years, and that, that was one of them. And we haven't done that in so long, and I'm glad you requested that, because brush me up on the chords, although I did lose it right at the end. I forgot what chord I was in. <laughs> they didn't notice that, though. <laughs> what do you think we ought to do, folks? We got time for one more song. I heard that black jack. <laughs> Money land. Huh? Money land. <laughs> black slime blue. Let me do. <laughs> The first one I heard now, I gotta do that. I always do that, even though there's a whole bunch of requests. The first one I usually hear, I'll do. And it was, that was it. Five pounds. 
folks, we always end the show with something fast, so we're gonna do you a little... Well, I better not try that, but I'll tell you what, this is an old tune, everybody knows this, the Lonesome Road Blues, you know that? I'm going down this road feeling bad, you know? Everybody feels that. <laughs> see Dell in a little while. He's going to close the whole thing down. Woo! And actually, Dell closed the porch, too, because we're, what we're going to do, we're going to move, and you want to see this, trust me, before Dell's set, we're going to move the Maggie Ingram and the Ingramettes into the dance tent so that we don't have to be concerned. Same time that it was, whatever, whatever it said. It's just going to be over there.